The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by EdgeBoost. EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. This is the final weekend of the season. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow me on my All Sports Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. Despite the fact there is no soccer for a few months, well, there is going to be a Women's World Cup soon, which we will be covering here on this podcast. There is still plenty of sports that we are covering over at LockBetting. If you want to check out the PL for the previous month, it's always the pin tweet on the Twitter account at LockBetting.com. If you want to do your full due diligence, all of my spreadsheets are posted on the website LockBetting.com. So moving on to this final weekend of the EPL season and really we only have relegation on the line as we approach this final day we already know who's won the league we already know the top four Liverpool can no longer get in that was pretty much decided last weekend leaving Newcastle and Manchester United both just needing a point the European places have also been decided with Brighton playing in the Europa League. Aston Villa are still looking to get into the Europa Conference League and are trying to stay ahead of Tottenham in order to do that. That's something that's at stake at the top of the table. And at the bottom, we already know Southampton are down, but there are still two places up for grabs and they are going to go to either Leicester, Leeds or Everton. All of those names will be looking will be looking to avoid 19th and 18th spot with Everton currently in pole position to stay up and to participate in the EPL next season with Leeds, the 1-33 to favourites to go down. Leicester priced up at 1-7, to minus 700 and Everton priced up at 10-3. to So if you were to look at a relegation treble with Leicester, Southampton and Leeds, that would be available at the moment, one to five minus 500 with the books pretty much feeling like this is dumb. I don't really echo that sentiment and I'm somebody who has a futures ticket on Everton to stay up. I'm concerned about this weekend. Of course, Everton are the strongest favourites out of that trio to win their game this weekend and they go into the weekend outside of the relegation zone. So it does make sense as to why they would be the favourites to survive but I think it's a little bit overdone here as all of these teams are targeting uh, the 17th spot in the table, which would see them survive. Nottingham Forest, with their win last weekend, cannot drop any lower than 16th. Therefore, it is 17th spot that these teams are playing for. And Everton have a two-point edge 
And if they end up getting a draw against Bournemouth, that puts them onto 34 points. Leicester can go level with them with a win. Leeds can go level with them with a win. Now, for Leeds, it doesn't do them any good because their goal difference is three short of Everton. However, for Leicester, they have a better goal difference than Everton. So any kind of slip up here from Everton against Bournemouth, so if they end up drawing that game and a Leicester win means that Leicester do get out of this. So it kind of shows you that this 10-3 to price on Everton does offer up some value. And I may be looking at some hedge action for that because I do have an extensive plus money future on Everton to survive this season. So obviously I'm hoping to cash the main ticket, but I'm not sitting here as safe as the bookies think I am with them having Leicester at 1-7 to go down and with Everton as the um, 10-3 to outsiders to be relegated. I'm not feeling as strongly as that. So I may be looking at some hedge action, as I said, as we head into the final match day tomorrow. Before we start breaking down these games, let me quickly tell you guys about Edge Boost. And let me ask you the simple question, have you signed up yet for Edge Boost? If not, you are missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. It's similar to buy now, pay later programs and Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, with 0% interest. All you need to do is simply deposit funds into your account and Edge Boost will match your deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances, so you can add two and a half grand to your bankroll. My Edge Boost double down play of the day will be the lock at the end of the show. So until then, pause the show now and go to sportsgallonpockets.com slash edge to sign up today at sportsgallonpockets.com slash edge. In order to do this, you must be 21 years or older. It's only valid in legal gambling states. And if you have a gambling problem, you need to call 1-800-GAMBLER. Certainly don't call Ivan Tony. So moving on with the match day 38 slate, we begin with the game here between Arsenal and Wolverhampton Wanderers, where Arsenal are the 4-11 favourites to win this game. It's 92 on the draw and it's 7-1 here on Wolves. Some Arsenal fans have paid up to £15,000. That's $20,000 to be at this game because they were convinced that this would be the game where they would be presented with the EPL trophy. Now, had they listened to this podcast, they may have been persuaded the other way because I was 100% convinced throughout the season and continued to back Manchester City to win the league as I was convinced that Arsenal would choke it away. And that's what they did. Manchester City have been crowned as the Premier League champions once again for the fifth time in six years. And Arsenal are left licking their wounds with supporters in this crowd who have paid £15,000 for a ticket to see Arsenal play out a meaningless game. However, it is still a game that I think Arsenal will win. They'll be aware of the fact that people have paid a lot of money, not silly money like that, but still silly money to a certain extent. If you've paid anything over £1,000 to be at this game, that's still silly money to me and way, 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 way over face value. So Arsenal will be trying to put out a performance here for these fans and sign off with a win in front of their home supporters who have stood behind them until things went wrong and then Arsenal fans turned into Arsenal fans, as they tend to do 
with Arsenal Fan TV being the biggest joke in football. But ultimately, I think Arsenal win. I think this is a decent parlay piece. Wolves have absolutely nothing to play for. Arsenal do tend to win games at this price. So as I said, they do make for a decent parlay piece. I'd be looking to obviously get a little bit more value out of the selection. So Arsenal with maybe over two and a half goals tacked on would be the way that I would go. Each of Arsenal's last eight Premier League home games have featured at least three goals and Wolves have seen three or more goals scored in two of their last three away games. Arsenal themselves have scored at least three goals in six of their last seven home league games, but have only kept one clean sheet in their last 10 at the Emirates. Whilst Wolves, they have lost their last three on the road by an aggregate scoreline of 10-1. So everything here points to Arsenal, whether you want to take a convincing handicap line, whether you want to take Arsenal on over one and a half to be safe, over two and a half to be a little bit more risky. I'm going to go as far as over two and a half and taking this selection of Arsenal and over two and a half gets you away from the four to 11 and instead gives you the price of four to five minus 125. A much better line here for this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Aston Villa and Brighton, where Villa are the 11-10 favourites. It's 14-5 on the draw, and it's 12-5 here on Brighton. Nothing to play for for Brighton. They are in the Europa League, and Aston Villa are looking to stay ahead of Tottenham. They go into this match day one point ahead of Spurs. This will get them a spot in the Europa Conference League, and I do fancy Aston Villa to sign off their good season by getting over the line with a win, with a win here in this one. This is Brighton's fourth game in 10 days. They have nothing left to play for after securing that Europa League spot, and I think we may even see some rotation here in this game. Aston Villa have made an excellent finish to the season, and they've been in excellent form, particularly at home in the final weeks of the season, with six straight wins and Unai Emery's men can make it seven wins in a row here against a tired tired Brighton team in a letdown spot with nothing to play for who may rotate as Aston Villa punch their ticket into Europe next season by winning this game I like Aston Villa on the money line at plus money here at 21 to 20 or 11 to 10 if you shop around to get this done here in this one up next we have Brentford at home to Manchester City, the champions, and the champions are the eight to eleven favourites. The winner, it's three to one on the draw, and it's ten to three here on Brighton uh, on Brentford. Sorry, um, I don't know why you'd be taking Man City as an odds-on favourite to win a meaningless game. Um, they done us dirty last week. We had them as the lock, and had I had the opportunity to retract the lock because of the Arsenal result, I certainly would have done. Obviously, that's difficult to do unless everybody's following my Twitter account. So that's why we always say at the top of the show, I massively encourage you all to follow the Twitter at LockBetting.com and at SGP Soccer. And if I see that there's enough engagement there, I'll know that I can reach you guys without doing another podcast. And I'll be able to say, hey, don't back the lock. The, the situation behind taking it is out the window now. Man City are already the champions. And especially when I see that team lineup coming through, I knew that that was the, uh, the wrong side to be on. But I was surprised by the team lineup. I was surprised that he went strong away to Brighton and rotated nine players at home because that's the party. That's the party. People have bought tickets to see you lift the trophy. You should want to give them a convincing win. Yeah, they won the game anyway because Chelsea are horrific. But at the end of the day, that should have been a convincing party win with Haaland playing and scoring and De Bruyne being in the team and all of your starters putting out a emphatic win, a big cherry on the cake, a big bow on the present and delivering a significant and party-worthy celebratory win there. But that didn't happen. Instead, he played his full-strength team or more or less against Brighton in midweek, 
which is weird, but that's Pep Guardiola. You can never work out what he's going to do, but I'm almost certain I can here, and he's going to go back to playing the heavily rotated side here against Brentford and fully look ahead to next weekend's FA Cup final and fully look ahead to the Champions League as Man City look to secure a treble. This means that Brentford will be able to avoid a defeat here. They're actually the only side to beat Manchester City at the Etihad in over a year and have lost just two home games in the Premier League all season while City they have drawn three of the last five on the road obviously they don't care obviously one of those games against Brighton and obviously I think Brentford are capable of stalling a heavily rotated Manchester City team here I won't be back in City as a favourite I will be back in Brentford as uh, as a team who can at least avoid a defeat here at the plus money price of 21 to 20 here in this one up next, we look at the game here between Chelsea and Newcastle, where Chelsea are home underdogs at 2-1. to one. It's 13-5 on the draw, and the Geordies are priced up here at 13-10. The Geordies' only incentive here is that they want to finish third in the table, and I don't think that's a huge incentive, especially with Man United playing at home to Fulham and uh, carrying the advantage going into this game for third spot. But third spot's not important, really. It's just something that you can say, something supporters can brag about. Oh, I finished above you. Um, But still, Chelsea is so bad, you can't take him to do anything. So I will be backing Newcastle hesitantly, be taking him as a pick on the draw a bit market, giving me that draw protection. Newcastle can finish the season on a high, whilst Chelsea are just looking for it to be over. The Magpies have won four of the last seven, and the conceal for Chelsea side who only played on Thursday, losing 4-1 to Man United and have lost eight of their last 10 games. So despite the fact that um, there's no reason for Newcastle to really win here, just a very, very small incentive. Chelsea are unbackable. doesn't matter if they're playing at home in front of their home supporters. They gave up on this season a long time ago. And Frank Lampard may be the worst Premier League manager of all time. We take Newcastle here as a pick. Obviously, we lay more juice than the money line. And the draw-no-bet market offers you up Newcastle at the price of 7 to 10 here for this one. Up next, we have Crystal Palace at home to Nottingham Forest, where Crystal Palace are the 7 to 10 favourites to win the game. It's 3 to 1 on the draw, and it's 19 to 5 here on Forest. Forest season is done. The cup final was last weekend. They beat Arsenal and they have survived in the Premier League. They will be playing Premier League football next season. So for me, Crystal Palace has to be the play here. They've done very, very well under Roy Hodgson. And I see no reason why they would not want to sign off with a win against a Forest team that don't care, a Forest team in a letdown spot and a Forest team that may even rotate here in this one. Crystal Palace have taken 10 points from the last 12 available at Selhurst Park and face a Nottingham Forest side who are winless in 11 successive away games. So Forest are definitely a team you want to fade away from home. Crystal Palace on a final day, they're the only one who only ones who have an incentive here to sign off the season well, to give their home supporters something to cheer about. Their home supporters will really appreciate the way that they finished the season and they'll want to finish it here with a flourish. I look for Crystal Palace to pick up the win here against a Forest side who travel poorly and who have conceded exactly two goals in four of their last five Premier League away games. And two goals should be enough for Crystal Palace to get over the line here against the Nottingham Forest team that have absolutely zero incentive to show up here in this spot. Crystal Palace on the money line, nice and simple, will be my selection for this one. We are now at the halfway mark of the show and all three of those key relegation games are coming up. 
incidentally, um, it's all in alphabetical order. So Everton versus Bournemouth, Leeds versus Tottenham and Leicester versus West Ham are all the next three games we are going to cover. Of course, Manchester United versus Fulham will be covered exclusively over on Bet MEFC. Before we get to those games, let me quickly tell you guys about Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over, so you need to make sure you take that receipt to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. Once again, purchase a pair of glasses, get your 50% off, take your receipt to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash shady, and you will get a chance to win $500 in that Shady May contest. So here we go with your trio of relegation games. We start with probably the most important one, because if they win, it's all done. Everton at home to Bournemouth. They're the four to seven favourites to win the game. It's 10 to three on the draw and it's 21 to four here on Bournemouth. Bournemouth getting anything from this game does open up the possibility of Everton going down and someone else surviving and making a mockery of those prices that we talked about at the top of the show. The data does support Bournemouth getting something from this game. Obviously, the situation supports Everton because this is a huge cup final for them. But Bournemouth have won their last four meetings with Everton and have only lost one of the last seven encounters against them. So, This is maybe not the team you want to see based on historical data if you're Everton. Although the situation does favour Everton, they're at home and they're playing against the team who have nothing to play for. That favours you, but historical data here certainly doesn't. Everton have only picked up one point from their last four at home, while Bournemouth have won three of their last four away games. So everything about this is scary if you're an Everton supporter. Yes, everything tells you that you are staying up, but your home form recently doesn't tell you you're staying up. in this position as a result of a crazy result where you got a 5-1 win against Brighton. Without that win, had that result gone according to what was expected, which was Brighton winning, Everton would have three less points and they would be starting in 19th position. But you would still argue going into this weekend, they would still fancy their chances of staying up. Had that game been a point, uh, had that been again just been a point for Everton, they'd all be level on 31, 31, 31. And this would probably be a lot more interesting than it is with Leicester starting in 17th position because of the goal difference and probably just needing a win because Everton wouldn't be able to turn around that swing, especially considering their their 5-1 win only got them up to a minus 24 goal differential. So that tells you how bad Everton have been so far this season, which makes them very, very difficult to back in this spot. I don't swerve many games because I am forced to pick every single game. That is the format of the show. But this is a very, very difficult one to to take Everton at this very short price of almost close to minus 200. Whilst at the same time, I can't take Bournemouth because there's absolutely no reason to take them other than some historical data telling you that they don't really lose to Everton too often. I would probably lean towards BTTS as my main play, gun to my head, given the fact that Everton have conceded 11 goals in their last four at home, but have scored exactly once in four of the last five at Goodison Park. So it should be good for a 
goal, but I don't think they'll be good for a clean sheet. So BTTS would be my very, very hesitant lean here just because I have to pick every game. And that one is available at 10 to 11. I'm personally hoping Everton get it done. I have futures riding on it. And I would like to see them stay in the Premier League and for me to cash those futures. And I would like for them to make it as uncomplicated as possible by simply winning this game on Sunday. But if they don't, two teams are waiting to pounce and one of them is Leeds United. They host Tottenham, but they are a 17 to 10 home underdog against Spurs, who are the 11 to 8 favourites and it's 11 to 4 on the draw. Tottenham show up here if they want Europa Conference League football. But um, there is no directive really as to whether they want that or not because the manager in charge of Tottenham at the moment isn't going to be managing the team next season and there is no new manager in place to say what he wants to happen. So it's a very odd thing to talk about here whether you want to win a game, whether you want to qualify for a European competition because obviously when they set these league positions, these um, these competitions are seen as prizes. Finishing in the top seven is seen as a prize. But over the years, we've seen teams that don't want to be in these competitions. We've seen teams that rest players for these competitions. We see teams, particularly in Europa Conference League, that don't want long trips. And it's not seen as prestigious because the winner only gets a spot in the Europa League. And Tottenham should really be qualifying for Europa League via their league position anyway if they don't have a disastrous season like they've had this season. So it's difficult to pick a winner here without knowing the incentive of Tottenham. It's difficult to take leads anyway just because the Sam Allardyce magical touch hasn't worked for them. Therefore, we simply lean towards the goals here and over two and a half goals will be my selection at 46 minus 150. Both of these sides have been horrible at the back but have somehow found some success at the other end. Over two and a half goals has been a play that has cashed in 11 of Leeds' last 12 and in seven of Tottenham's last eight. So that's what we're going to go with here. Over two and a half goals is your lean and that is a selection that's available at four to six minus 150. Would not surprise me to see a 2-2 or a 3-3 draw in this one in some sort of crazy game between Leeds and Spurs tomorrow afternoon. The final game out of the relegation games is Leicester in a must-win position home to West Ham where Leicester are the even money favourites to win it. It's 14-5 on the draw and it's 11-4 on West Ham. You can bet that Leicester are going to be putting that pressure on Everton because they will be winning this game. Leicester aren't a team who you want to have money on this season, but I think in this situation they will win the game. West Ham have absolutely nothing to play for. They are completely safe. They're not playing in front of their home supporters, although West Ham do travel well. They will understand that the absolute priority is going to be the Europa Conference League. Do not expect to see Declan Rice. Do not expect to see Kutzuma. Do not expect to see Antonio. Do not expect to see Ben Rama. Do not expect to see Jared Bowen. And without these players, that does offer up Leicester a greater opportunity to win this game. Whether they take it or not remains to be seen. I think they will, and I think they will be putting pressure on Everton to win their game tomorrow. I definitely think Leicester City are worth a hedge tomorrow to stay up, as I don't think Everton are fully reliable. As I said when I was covering the game, their record against Bournemouth is terrible. Their home record hasn't been what it what people would have expected, because when you're looking at them staying up, you'd have looked at Sean Dyche stabilising them at Goodison and utilising that home support. They haven't been able to do that, which is why they're in a position where they need to win their final game. 
And I do believe they need to win their final game because, of course, as I mentioned, the draw puts them level on points of Leicester if Leicester win, but Leicester have a superior goal difference, which will only get better as a result of actually winning this game. So I'm going to take Leicester to win and to put that pressure on Bournemouth, uh, on Everton rather, against Bournemouth as they beat a rotated West Ham team looking ahead to the Europa Conference League final. And we'll take Leicester at the money line plus money price of even money plus 100 here at this one. The final game here is a meaningless one as Southampton already relegated host Liverpool already in Europa League. Liverpool are the two to five favourites to come here and win. It's 17 to four on the draw and it's 11 to two here on the Saints. Let's just take the shackles off here and see some goals. I'm going to go for a play I don't usually take and that's going to be over three and a half goals here in this game. I just see this being a game that's chalked full of goals and over three and a half goals, which is four goals or more, is available for you at the plus money price of six to five here in this one. So six to five plus 120. Why do I see so many goals? That's because Southampton can't defend and Liverpool are also very susceptible to conceding a goal as well. Liverpool have won 9-1 across their previous two visits to the bottom three, and Southampton have conceded 16 goals across their last six. Southampton are leaving the Premier League, and previously, in previous seasons, they have suffered two humiliating 9-0 defeats. So they are susceptible to huge defeats and it would not surprise me to see them have another one here. The manager isn't staying on. Southampton are looking at a new manager next season. So this could be a situation where the manager just tanks the game, where the manager is bitter and just decides to throw out a bunch of youth players or 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 rotates the team completely with with squad players. So we just don't know what we're going to see here. But I think what we will see is goals, and then we'll see a big rebuilding job from Southampton in the summer. We may even see a rebuilding job from Liverpool because I don't think any of that midfield can start next season if you want to get back into the top four or definitely challenge for the Premier League. So Liverpool themselves, they need to look at some positions. They need to look at their defence. They need to look at where they're going to play Trent Alexander-Arnold. They're going to need to choose a, a, a front three who's their first choice front three and find a way to manage the minutes of the other players because obviously you can't play Gakpo and Jota and Salah and Nunes and Diaz every single week. You need to rotate that. That's the reason why Roberto Firmino is leaving this team. Although I do expect Roberto Firmino to start this game. Roberto Firmino is available at around 64 plus 150 to score in this game, which will be his final game for Liverpool. He has scored in two of his last three games and um, he's averaging a goal every 115 minutes in the league this season. So I think he may, able, may be able to sign off with a goal and what better chance are you going to get being gifted one of the worst defensive teams in the entire EPL in Southampton. So I'm going to take over three and a half goals as my play here. And that's a six to five plus 120 selection to sign off here with this final game, Southampton versus Liverpool. Let's close out with the lock on the show. This is your edge boost double down play of the day as well. Remember, edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. To get involved, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. So I'm going to close out with a double lock. So as we are now sponsored by Edge Boost, and this is your Edge Boost double down play of the day, let's give you two of them. Let's double the locks to finish out the season. My first lock 
it's going to be a little bit of an unexpected one because the game is so meaningless. But I'm going to take Crystal Palace on the money line at 7-10. to 10. This is just because traditionally we see teams winning in this spot. The home team is far more motivated. They're playing in front of their home supporters. They're saying goodbye. There's going to be a lap of honour. Crystal Palace fans are going to be delighted with the fact they're staying in the Premier League. They're going to be delighted with their finish to the season. And this is a side who are in form at home. They picked up 10 points out of the last 12 and they're playing against a team who travelled quite poorly and it's their home record alone that has has meant that they've survived in the EPL this season. So I think this is a great spot to take Crystal Palace. Add to that the fact that Forest won their cup final last weekend. This is a big letdown spot as well. So if you want to use conventional betting wisdom along with statistical data, you can add that as well because this is a letdown spot and this is a spot where I think Crystal Palace do still try in front of their home supporters in their final game of the season. Crystal Palace on the money line is your first lock at a price of 7-10. to 10. Your second lock on this show, I was torn between two other teams who are in must-win situations. Obviously, that game we've just taken is a meaningless game and we're using the angle that the home team plays harder when there's nothing left to play for than the travelling team who also are in a letdown spot in that situation. But in contrast to the last game, There are three teams that desperately need to win this weekend. Everton, Leicester and Aston Villa. Everton are way, way too short and I'm worried about them winning anyway. The final two that we're going to look at are Leicester and Aston Villa. I was torn by these two selections. I'm convinced that West Ham heavily rotate and give Leicester a good chance to win. But I'm also convinced that Brighton rotate and they won their cup final in midweek by qualifying for the Europa League. So my second lock, narrowly edging out Leicester, is going to be Aston Villa on the money line. To add to that, I trust Aston Villa a lot more than Leicester as well because they have the form. So in Aston Villa, in contrast to Leicester, you are getting a side who have been in excellent form, who've had an excellent finish to the season, particularly at home winning six straight games in a row at home to put themselves in this position. Don't forget, when Unai Emery took over, they were relegation contenders and now they are in a position to qualify for Europe. So it's been an incredible turnaround and I'm quite happy to take an incentivized Aston Villa here to stay ahead of Tottenham, to qualify for the Europa Conference League and to get their seventh home win in a row overtaking Leicester because the last time I saw Leicester play at home, they laid an absolute egg against Liverpool. That was a really, really poor performance from them. And um, I can't trust a team like Leicester, despite the fact they should have all the incentive in the world to try and win their game to stay in the EPL. So once again, your double lock on this show is two money line selections. We're taking Crystal Palace at 7-10 to 10 and Aston Villa at 11-10. to 10. These are your edge boost double down lock selections for this show. That's it for me and for this EPL season. However, we will be doing a recap show after the FA Cup final. So next weekend, we have the FA Cup final. That will be covered exclusively on BetMUFC, as will the Manchester United-Fulham game this weekend. After the FA Cup final, we will do a season recap. We'll take a ridiculously early look at next season's futures because by that point, we will also know who's going to be playing in the Premier League after the playoff final as well. So we will be doing a recap show. That will be your final EPL show of the season. And then we'll be back for the Women's World Cup. 
Don't forget, we also still have the Champions League final as well as Manchester City take on Inter Milan. We have the Europa League final and we have the Europa Conference League final as well. All three of those finals will be covered here on the show. The FA Cup final will be covered here on the show. And of course, that season recap show that I just mentioned as well. Until then, that's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.